Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor, and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship, so you can get back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. Okay, let's look at how do we get in these toxic relationships in the first place? How why are we more likely to get into a toxic relationship? And this is really important for you to know so that you don't get yourself into another toxic relationship. Um, and also, you're just aware of, of this. And it helps you reflect on the past and make sense of it all. You see, you're more likely to get into a narcissistic relationship if you've been in a, in trauma before that's been unresolved. If you've got trauma that's unresolved from a situation, maybe growing up, maybe you were in, uh, you one of your parents is toxic or narcissistic and you've got trauma growing up from that so that gives you that makes you susceptible to becoming getting into a narcissistic relationship doesn't mean that you will always get into toxic or narcissistic relationships it just means that until you have healed the trauma of your past until that point you won't you'll you'll have a higher tendency to actually get into toxic relationships. The second time in your life that you might find that you're going to get into a toxic or narcissistic relationship is if you've had significant loss. Perhaps you've lost someone really important in your life. A lot of the clients I speak to, sometimes they've just lost their parent. And then then they found that around that time was the time that they actually got into a toxic relationship. It's a time where you're vulnerable. And the third um, phase is when you're going through a difficult or transitional time in your life. It might be that you're realizing that your marriage isn't working or it's a huge transition, whatever it is. And they're the three significant times or why you're most likely to get into a narcissistic relationship. I wanted to bring this up because we're going to look at trauma bonding today. Um, There's a lot of people suffering from trauma bonding and people don't really understand what trauma bonding is. You see, a lot of the time, narcissists come into our life around those times in our life when we are in a bit of a mess or you know, we're not our greatest, or we're, you know, progressing, we're doing well, but there's something that isn't quite right. And we're looking to heal that. And they kind of come along and they offer to heal this up for us, yeah, to clear it up. So for instance, if you're, you know, really progressing and doing great at work, but you're feeling really lonely and, You really want someone who can really understand you and really connect with you on a deep level. They'll offer you the world and it'll feel absolutely amazing. It's like 
everything I've ever wanted. This is much better than I could have ever imagined. It's like, I'm so lucky. Then, you know, this is what classic trauma bonding is all about, right? There'll be times where we feel really unsettled, a bit messy or vulnerable, right? Vulnerable. And that is a time where the narcissist will try and exploit the situation where they'll sweep in and love bomb us and tell, be there for us and support us and advise, advise us and guide us. And, you know, they want to be there to help us, you know, and that usually happens early on in the relationship. And then we start, so because, you know, we start a relationship, we start as we mean to go on at the end of the day, we've started this relationship and we start to believe that this person is here for us, helping us. And this is what we start to believe is their personality. But the problem is, the biggest problem is that the narcissistic person who, remember, is highly manipulative, comes into contact with someone that, like yourself, who comes into contact with a narcissist, trauma bonding becomes a huge issue, mainly because they're coming in, they're saving us, and, they, and then we go around this cycle where they save us and it's all calm and then we break up because they're being mean to us and then we get back together and we break up and it's like, it's constant. It's like a roller coaster ride. We think, I'm going to have to end this. And then you get back together. Like, even if you're not even having those conversations, but in your mind, you might be thinking, I don't think I can take this anymore. I think I have to leave them. And then the next thing, you know, you're back together and everything's okay. And then you feel relieved. So either you, you could be going through those cycles that are just going on in your own mind or you're going through the cycles where you are actually discussing, I need to leave, it's going to be over, and you're actually breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. And that becomes a trauma bond. That cycle is a trauma bond, where it's a classical anxious attachment cycle style. And that this ends up where you feel like you're a mess. And that is amazing for the narcissist, right? Because they want you to feel like you're a mess. Remember, they like it. They want you to feel like you're a mess. They want to find your vulnerability. They want to find your weakness so that they can feel better about themselves. That's it. That's the ultimate thing. Remember, narcissists actually hate themselves deep down inside. They need you to really hate yourself. They need you to think you're a mess. They need you to think that you're not capable and to lose yourself. You know, ultimately, narcissism is like we're on our path with our purpose, right? And we're, and it's a clear path. There's nothing in the way of us finding who we are, finding our purpose. We feel connected. We're following our intuition. We're following who we are and we're expressing ourselves. Narcissism is basically a massive detour where we've gone off of our path. We feel disconnected to ourself. We don't know who we are. We don't know what direction we're going in. We're going round and round in circles a lot of the time. And the problem is that 
you know, that narcissist is always calm, composed under these kind of conditions when we're feeling really helpless and hopeless. And they come across as though they soothe us and they make everything okay. And that is the whole mind game, really, because what we don't realize is that they're causing the problem and then making out they're fixing it. But they're the actual cause of the problem. They're taking us off of our path. We were absolutely fine. We were going fine without them. But what they're doing is they've pulled us off their path. They're saying, no, come this way. And it's completely the wrong way. And we're feeling fearful. We're feeling like we're in the jungle. We don't know where we're going. It's dark. It's crazy. It's like, it's full of fear. Whereas when you are on your path of you feel connected to yourself, you feel sure of yourself, you feel like I know what I'm doing and I know this is who I am and I'm expressing myself. Everything's clear. There's so much peace. There's like a calmness. There's a, you know, you can trust and believe in yourself and you know that the path is clear. You kind of feel your way through and it feels good and it feels fine. You feel okay. But when you're being pulled off path and you're scared, you're vulnerable, you're even more vulnerable than you were before because you're going off the path. And that's why, you know, it's like, you know, and being around a toxic person is literally, um, you know, you're getting sick. You know, you're that is the way to see. If you were to sort of look at a toxic environment in, in a scientific sense, it's like it's it's you're being putting into a place where you're being made to be sick. And the only way to get better is to get yourself out of that situation and really connect with yourself again. Because everything you need is within you. And a lot of people find that the narcissist will say that you're the crazy one you know, you're mad, you're this, and they'll put you under so much, such difficult situations that you end up going to therapy or having a breakdown of some sort. But it is the mess that is been made has been from the actual relationship itself. And I really want you to reflect on this, because you were doing okay, Sure, you had wounds and you might have had some trauma and things like that from the past, but you were doing okay before you met this person. Yeah, you were actually doing a lot better mentally within yourself. And once you started being in a relationship with this person, things started to get worse. But yet, they were always making out that they were fixing everything or they gave you the illusion that they were fixing things. Maybe the red flag started to appear around two months of that relationship. And as time went on, you had those good days and bad days cycles, those roller coasters that I was talking about where you're not sure about things, you don't know where you stand, you're walking on eggshells and the next thing, everything seems to be okay. And what you find is, you've been rationalizing, you've been doubting yourself, you've been thinking you're crazy, you've been justifying their behavior because you think they're helping you. Basically, you've stopped listening to yourself 
you've started listening to them. And that is why we feel so helpless and so powerless. Because what they're doing is they're taking us away from ourself. They're taking us away from that path of really knowing who we are and, and connecting to ourselves. You see, that's where you start to feel like you might be losing your mind or you end up focusing your whole world and focusing all your attention on them. And your intuition might be saying, no, this isn't okay and something's not right. But because you're so focused on them that slowly your focus stops on, you know, focusing on your development, your career, your purpose. You know, I was watching something um, on Netflix the other day and it was just horrific. You know, it was a, a mother that ended up harming her own children um, because of, you know, sins of our mother, it was called. And it made me realize that, you know, people can actually be totally brainwashed into doing something they thought they could never do. But the problem is with narcissists is they take you so far from yourself that you lose yourself completely and you can actually mentally just totally break down because you can't connect with your own intuition anymore. You're told by somebody else. You put all your belief and trust in what they're saying rather than really following your own intuition. What I'm trying to get across here today is that really, truly, everything you need is within you. You know, you don't have to fit in with everybody else. You don't have to do what everybody else does. You don't have to believe that you're a bad person. You're such an amazing, good person. I know that because you've been with a toxic person. I know you're a good person and only a good person could stand it that long and give them so much still. You're a good person. You don't need to prove that you're a good person anymore. You need to just get back on the path and really start to connect with your own intuition again. Because truly, nothing else matters apart from what your own intuition is saying. You see, if we disconnect from our own intuition, it's like we're connect disconnecting from our support system. You know, it's, it's dangerous. And that's when gaslighting can really become hugely dangerous, not just for ourselves, but all the people around us as well. And you can get into allowing yourself to be treated in a really bad way because deep down we start to believe that we are a bad person because we we listen to this toxic person all the time. And as you start to get messier, because remember the more you're around a toxic person, obviously they're going to impact our our um ability to think, you know, because trauma actually impacts the brain. So you can't think straight, you know, you haven't got access to your prefrontal cortex, your amygdala is just getting bigger and bigger, which is the emotional side, the part of this that feels so triggered where, you know, you react, you go into fight, flight, freeze mode. And things do get messier when we are in flight, flight, freeze mode, because we're not thinking, we're just reacting. And sometimes it's it's not us. 
And this is the thing. This is the thing. You will get to a point where the narcissist will want you to believe that you are your trauma. You are not your trauma. Trauma is a symptom of toxic relationships. So if you feel like you can't think straight, you're confused, you feel emotional, you feel like you've lost your motivation, all those things, that is not part of your personality now. It's trauma. You have to see that it's separate from who you are. Because what happens over time is the more and more messier your life gets because the narcissist is making life messier, you start to believe that you're actually your trauma. But it's not true. You are not your trauma. This is just a symptom of being in a toxic relationship. The real you is still there. You just got to reconnect with who you really are. And the thing is, you need to release the trauma so that you can get back to yourself. See, that is the worst part, I think, is is the hardest part when you start to believe that there's something wrong with you or there's, you know, that you, you know, you're the crazy one and that you feel like they're doing you a favor by staying with you because you're the crazy one. They're making the mess and then they're coming along and trying to pretend they're cleaning it up. But as they're trying to clean it up or they're pretending to clean it up, they're making more of a mess but then you become reliant on them because you think you're the problem no you're not the problem they're the problem and see that's that's the thing and that's when we start to believe and gaslighting this is gaslighting you know 101 but it's also um you know trauma bonding um so it's really important that you start to understand the pattern so if you can today just reflect on what was your life like yeah, before you met them? And did you start to believe that they were trying to fix things for you? Did things get better or worse for you over time? And that might give you an indication that they're actually making the problem in the first place and then pretending to fix it. And then pretending that you have the problem and that actually the trauma that they're causing you is who you are. So then you're having an issue with mistaken identity of believing that maybe you're depressed, which is again, a symptom of trauma, rather than knowing that no, I am living in a toxic environment. I have trauma from a toxic relationship. And once I've released that, I will get back to myself. But this isn't me. This is not me you know, this mental um, rumination or the feeling of not being able to stop thinking about them or feeling angry or feeling jealous, whatever your emotions are that you just can't seem to shift. Don't start identifying yourself as if it's part of your personality. It's not. It's a symptom of trauma. It's not who you are. You need to keep it separate. So it could be like, you know, the other way um, I I was thinking about it is like, say if you've got a cold, right? You know, when we get a cold, we're not, you know, we're not actually thinking we are the cold. 
you know, we know we've got a cold and that we've got the symptoms of a cold, but if we got away from, you know, the the disease, we would still be us, you know, we, you know, we're not the stuffy nose that this isn't going to stay with us forever. This isn't part of your personality or you're not going to have a cough forever. It's not part of your personality. It's like when you heal yourself and you've been away from the toxic environment, you will get yourself back where you have more energy and you don't have temperature and all the, all the rest of it that you would have when you're in the environment of catching a cold and that you know that you've just got to rest and recover. So start noticing that they are creating the mess and then they want to show up and say that they're helping you by cleaning it up. Know that they never, ever clean it up. All they ever do is make it worse. And the other thing you need to be aware of, if if they try and do couples therapy or things like that, you know, and they're saying, yeah, you need therapy and they come along um, with it, they will create more of a mess for you because unless you've done some trauma healing already, because what they're going to do is you're going to be there and you're going to be feeling really emotional and you're going to have all the symptoms of a toxic trauma trauma relationship. And so you're going to look like you have a problem and they're going to be all calm and collective and, you know, all great. And you see this in court a lot of times as well. If you're going for a divorce, you'll see this as well. They always come across as charming and amazing and all the rest of it. And then you look like you're the crazy one. Um, But you want to make sure that you've done, you do healing yourself so that you can identify who they really are in in those situations. Um, And also you need, if you are doing couples therapy, you need someone that really gets toxic relationships and is a trauma-informed therapist because they'll actually understand and be able to understand the symptoms that you might have that you're going through. Look, I really hope this has been helpful for you. Um, Like I said, if you can do some reflection today, was your life a mess Um, and did it get messier and did they try and make out that they were solving everything? It might really help you in moving forward and you might have a big aha moment today. And um, the second thing is, please do not identify yourself as having, you know, traits of trauma. Trauma is a symptom of toxic relationships, just like a stuffy nose is a symptom of a cold. That is not your personality. That is not who you are. It's just a symptom. Um, you are much more than that. Sending you so much love. And if you are interested in releasing your trauma, then please do download my webinar and learn all about the impact of trauma. It's a fantastic webinar. And, um, you know, get that extra resource so you can start to move forward. Much love as always. 